Hello and welcome to the Lou Review. This is Rosa and I am here with a special guest, Rick Bartlett. If, uh, I met him because of Ricky B's Club Cafe. <laughs> so Rick, you're the owner here. Would mm -hmm. you tell us what is Ricky B's Club Cafe? Well, Ricky B's is very, very customer driven entertainment cafe. Uh, the piano's right in front of the door, so when you walk in, I'm most times, 99.9% .9 of the time, I'll say hello to you. Mm -hmm. How are you? Thank, thank you for coming in. Or if I know your name like you, I'll <laughs> yeah. say, Rosa, how are you? Thanks yeah. for coming in. And so it's very, very customer-driven mm -hmm. uh, cafe. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean you walk in and all you have is coffee and pastries, right? No. <laughs> so what can people expect when they step in the door? Well, it is a uh, a full menu, uh, uh, albeit short. A dinner menu. A dinner menu, indeed. So there's sea bass, which I guess a lot of people are a little surprised to yeah to, to hear are. that we have a sea bass. And it not is, all the cafes we go to have sea bass. No, exactly <laughs> right. So and it is probably the most uh, popular thing on the menu. So we have fettuccine alfredo. Yes. And things like that, not just, uh, yeah. Yes. I had short ribs here about a year ago, and I know you didn't have that here available right now, yeah. but you've got a good variety. Let's see. We also had, let's see, what else do you have on the menu? Well, the uh, airline the chicken. Airline chicken that is, is very, very popular. That is some of the best chicken I've ever had in my life. Thank you so, so much. moist, and it's over like a simple bed of vegetables, but look like... You just do something simple really well. That's all you need. Well, that's, like, you know, I didn't want to bite off more than I could chew. Right? So <laughs> simple. Yeah. Uh, simple and, and to be able to deliver. Yes. That product. Exactly mm -hmm. right. And you always, and you stumble sometimes. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I'm not, uh, you know, these famous chefs and all that sort of thing. So that's not keep what, it super simple. So that's not your signature it. offering exactly. here is to have a celebrity chef. We have a exactly celebrity right. entertainment <laughs> there you go. with a dinner. There right? you go. <laughs> so it's a lot better than a lot of like dinner and a show places you'll go to where the food is kind of subpar, but you're there for and the normal, show. That, like, yes, you're is good. Yes, and that is kind of usual in mm -hmm. that genre, it seems. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of crossing some bridges there. Yes. But indeed. that sea bass, it has that peach bourbon glaze on mm -hmm. it. And I, that's unique. Like I've seen sea bass a whole lot of places. And so that's really nice. Well, um, you've got a full bar here. Indeed, so. yes. A pretty good bourbon selection with mm -hmm. the, the Weller and the Eagle Rare. We're, you know, working on really kind of making the bourbon uh, a signature, you know, the McAllen and the, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Buffalo Trace, those sort of things. Um, mm -hmm. That's kind of been a real focus to me lately, particularly mm -hmm. to make sure that the bourbon, we had a bourbon uh, tasting mm -hmm. in the Boom Boom Room downstairs. Mm. Yeah, it was uh, uh, for the uh, music school, U of L's music school. Oh. So yeah, it was a fundraiser for the music school. I attended U of L's music school, mm -hmm. and we have several regulars that attended, and we know each other, and so uh, we got this opportunity to really try to help the U of L's music school out, and that's lovely. So, yeah, it was great. I went to music school at uh, Austin P State University. Uh, I studied voice with Dr. Sharon Mabry. I okay. don't know if you ever crossed paths well, with her I and her did husband. Did not notice about you, Rosa. Dr. George Mabry, her husband. But should have um, gotten you up to sing. No, nah, it's okay. <laughs> that's not what it's about. One thing I love about your restaurant here is that while you've got this music, it's part of your experience. It's not any kind of overpowering, and we were able to have a 
great conversation. We had a table of like around 10 ladies mm -hmm. and we were able to easily converse the whole time and hear what each other was saying mm -hmm. without um, the music being distracting or overpowering or anything like that. And every now and then we'd have to pause and listen like, oh, I love this song. Yes. Right. But it was part of the conversation. And it you know, that is, that is really, really, it is really, really a, a bridge that I think a great entertainer has to cross, particularly mm -hmm. when you're dealing with uh, uh, patrons that are having dinner or some sort of a meal, that you are not a distraction, mm -hmm. but an addition uh, to the experience. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'll say happy birthday and that sort mm -hmm. of thing, but really, really be very mindful of, um, of not um, being overpowering to yeah. the patron and having them have the most enjoyable experience that they can mm -hmm. uh, with the formula that we've got here. So when I play piano and sing, and of course I play guitar as well, mm -hmm. you know, I'm very, very mindful. Yes. You know, you have to be. And I really appreciate that. It is not lost on your patrons. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, there was something I was going to say about that. I don't what was the boom boom room that you mentioned? Well, it is downstairs, holds about 50 people. We, we rent it out. It's got the couches, you know, the kind of the speakeasy feel to it. Oh, it's like it. a speakeasy. It is. Well, I should probably take you down there uh, yes, here in a second just we'll so you can see it. We'll get some pictures and we, share Yes, this. we get a lot of yeah. birthday parties. And like I said, we did the bourbon tasting down there. Okay. Is it only at night available? Uh, yeah, or do you ever well, do lunchtime events? You or? know, I have not yet. Okay. I would not be opposed to that. Mm -hmm. But it has a clubbier feel mm -hmm. this where we are now is more of a dining room definitely feel mm -hmm. but the boom boom room has more of a loungy feel I love that. so i will be having a, a latin jazz band down there on the oh. 23rd thursday evening uh we're going to try that out i've had some djs down there so mm -hmm. experimenting with that space to see what yeah. is the best you know use for it and one thing I love about this is your maturity in the dining room music space lends itself to you're not trying to just get everybody to listen to you all the time. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you're having these other musicians come in. I and do. I heard you talking to your server about that the other night, Miss Katie. Yes, indeed. Does she's she count been as with a me. server? Is she your manager? She is. Like, I feel I mean, like she, she's your she manager. She really is. <laughs> she handles all the social media. She, Katie, yeah. and, Katie and I... Uh, have known each other for quite a while and so she's been here with me from the very beginning mm -hmm. she's the one that suggested that I put pictures on the wall mm -hmm. when we first opened she said Rick everybody's asking about you your yeah. history and blah, blah blah bring some stuff in I thought it was kind of kitschy no 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 oh. she said Rick bring it in bring it in so I brought a picture of me and Rosemary Clooney because I opened for her at the palace and oh. uh, things like that that are around the um, the walls and people mm -hmm. actually do get up from the table many times and maybe they'll go over here to Moritz Baumhardt who was the mm -hmm. director of the opera because I was in the opera, you know, uh, wow. starting out as a senior in high school and then on, on to UofL. And people are interested. They'll walk up mm -hmm. to the picture and say, oh, is that your mom and dad? Yep, that's my dad. He's a Navy man. You know, things like that. And it really has um, people, intrigued people. So what... You want to give us kind of a synopsis of what your background is that led up to you <coughs> learning this? Okay, sure, certainly. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I, uh, very, very young, it was it was uh, revealed very quickly that I had a superior uh, singing ability. And my mom played piano and sang, and so she was our choir director. 
And so I was about 14 or 15, and she goes, gosh, Rick, you know, you're awful good. I said, I know, Mom, blah, 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 blah. I, I know, Mom. I'm I, great. I, it was, well, it was pretty <laughs> obvious, you know. It was a blessing, you know, from God. And uh, she goes, look, I think you ought to take voice lessons. Oh, great, Mom. That's a great idea. She goes, well, I think you ought to pay for them, too. Okay. So I had to get a job. Um, can I just say I love your mom? That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, so I got a job, and I started taking voice lessons. And then, you know, went to the University of Louisville uh, as a voice major, voice performance major. Mm -hmm. And they made me play piano. And lo and behold, I had a knack at piano. I thought, oh, this is okay. neat. Not so, everybody can play it and sing uh, Right, time. exactly. So I went on. And um, so I started doing TV and radio jingles because I went to a lecture at UofL. Uh, and so that's how my career started, really, as a, as a jingle singer. So I'd go back and forth. Were you forth writing to, the jingles? No, I was singing them. You were just singing them. Yes. Okay. Uh, so Cincinnati was the richest market. So I'd go to Cincinnati three or four times a week really? to uh, to sing jingles. So <laughs> then, yeah. So then they, they're... Not just at Christmas. No, they're, no. <laughs> they're seasonal, though. So on the downtimes, I said, oh, so I started into, uh, into club uh, work here yes. in Louisville. Mm -hmm. And so then my club, my club career took off and... So I did that for quite some time, and then uh, about 35 years old or so, I decided to really bear into the piano and make that part of my mm -hmm. uh, experience as a professional, and then all of a sudden I'm a solo artist. Mm -hmm. So right at that point, uh, I, I got a job in New York, so I didn't have to play piano because I was singing uh, with a big band. Wow. So I did that uh, on Times Square there in, in a place called the Supper Club. So I did that. So when I came back to Louisville, all of a sudden I was a piano player. Yeah, you were. And, and, and a singer, you know. I, I left uh, and I came back. And so so I've always kind of wanted a, a place of my own. Mm -hmm. And I did actually have a place called Rick Square Piano on Theater Square oh. for about three years. That was 96 to like 99 or so. So you've done this before. I did. That was this more of like a club, though, as opposed to the food aspect. Okay, this is like the 2.0 version. It is, okay. you know, kind of honed in on the... On the concept a little more, okay. uh, so uh, so here I am, and um, you know I love it actually. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, I really well, do. I do too, obviously. This yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's great that you love it because it's so easy to get. I know I get really wrapped up in the uh, whimsical idea that I have, and I have all this energy and impetus. I love to start things, mm -hmm. but to not just finish but to establish yourself in something that's an ongoing mm -hmm. project like this that has a demand on you every day it does mm -hmm. like you had to know for sure that you want to do this every day so. yes mm -hmm. well you know i'm you know, i'm an older guy but i've been blessed with my health and my strength you know i've mm -hmm. been into fitness like since I was about 35, so I'm 67 now. Well, no wonder you look so. And I, yeah, I just really wow. enjoyed fitness, and now you know I'm on the uh, at, at the place where it's a maintenance phase. Mm -hmm. So I only do it three times a week, and not How nearly as intensely as I did yeah. when I was younger. And so the result is, I you know I do maintain my health, mm -hmm. and so it's not drudgery for me. Yes. You know, I just have to keep my energy level up, and I do. Mm -hmm. So there you that go. That does help. We were just talking, my, my friend and I were just talking about how she's like, I don't want to work out. And I'm like, but you need to move enough that your, your body yeah. doesn't get your have your... Yeah, you got to just get your blood moving. Where your blood doesn't feel like sludge. 
Yeah, exactly. And then you even sleep better because you, you do because you exerted yourself yes, a little you really bit, do, like you know? thirty minutes a day or something. Something. Yeah. So, what advice would you give to someone who wants to start their own business? What's something that once you got started, you're like, man, I wish I had known this before. Well, you know, I don't know for any specific. I think any time you go into something, particularly if it is really large, mm-hmm. um, I think that knowing your motivation and your purpose. My motivation, for instance, is my granddaughter, who is my first grandchild Mm -hmm. and our special relationship and what I would like to leave for her as a legacy monetarily personally character wise and so when the daily things come up that you're really shocked almost every day into making some decision (laughs) or or something happening there's all these shocks all the time. With your granddaughter or with the business? With or? the business. Oh, with the business. Okay. With the business. Rolling with the punches. Yes, yes. and there's always punches. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you can get discouraged. If you, what is your motivation? Is it strong enough? Is it? Is it? Does it carry the strength and the power to move you forward? Uh, so to come up with a specific, gosh, I wish I had known that, it's really hard to, for me personally to come up with that. Mm-hmm. Because you knew your why from the beginning. Yeah, and that's I knew she, you, you know, if I'm fortunate enough to live long enough, what would I want to give her? Because mm-hmm. I don't know what the future is. I don't know if yeah. I'll live long enough. But if I did, what would I want to leave this little girl about her grandfather that could give her fuel? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, my other grandkids as well. <laughs> now. But, but yeah, but we have this. Yeah. She was the first. And yeah. uh, so, so it, it awakened that you have a legacy here, sir. <laughs> and what are you going to leave? Yeah. yeah. Now, just to clarify... This is rarely revolving around you. So if you're um, not here to run Ricky Beast Club Cafe, what would you be leaving for her? Just a memory? <clears throat> I think a memory of my focus, mm-hmm. of integrity, mm-hmm. um, of reaching reaching beyond wherever you are yeah. and reaching boldly yeah. beyond where you are into your future. I love that. I love that so much. And that's one thing I admire so much about all these business owners that I've been mm-hmm. meeting over the last like year and a half is they're all stepping so far outside their mm-hmm. comfort zone yeah. to leave the safety of being an employee mm-hmm. to step out and do something new yeah. that's a, maybe a new idea or it's just new to them. But um, All those things mm-hmm. that urge you onward and all those things that maybe you may not like doing yeah. and making the decision to do them as if you loved them. Right. <laughs> And you don't like them at all. 
right. but, <laughs> but it's a step towards your goal. Exactly. And you so, love your goal. So exactly right. And you love the idea of getting to your end. So product. do that thing yeah. you don't like so much as if you actually love doing it. Because it's part of the process. You know, it's not that easy a thing, but mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us, Rick. Thank you, It's nice to get to hear you talk. (laughs) So if you come to Ricky B's Club Cafe, you'll get to hear him sing and play the piano, maybe guitar. And maybe Rosa might sing. I mean, now I might. (laughs) If you would just sweet-talk me a little bit. Okay. Well, um, come check it out. It's on Brownsboro Road. 2901. Would we call this Upper Brownsboro Road? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. It's right near Zorn Avenue, right there, close to the corner of Zorn and that's a good landmark. Brownsboro. Yes. All right. Well, we'll see you in the next one. Bye.